First Farm in the Valley, Christmas Sunballs, Chapter 9. Advent came, and then Father didn't sing the hare song or some of the other funny songs he knew. Instead, he led them in, spe in special hymns and prayers. On the second Sunday of Advent, after dinner, the family was sitting quietly around the stove. Father snoozed in his rocking chair. Mother and Mary and Pauline were knitting, and Anna was trying to learn how by watching them and practicing with her own needles and a knitted square. The long steel needles were awkward and hard to manage. Oh no, I dropped another stitch, wailed Anna. She threw the knitting on the floor. I don't want to knit any more. Anna, mother's voice was stern. She did not have to say another word. Anna knew what she must do. She picked up the knitting with a sigh and started to unravel the last row. Suddenly, there was a sound of bells and stomping of feet outside the door. Father woke with a start. Whoever can that be? he asked, looking at Mother. I can't imagine, replied Mother. Yet she didn't look too surprised. Father went to open the door and in stepped a group of young men wearing funny sheepskins over their heads and shoulders. Only their eyes and mouths showed through the holes in the skins. One of them had a pair of ram's horns attached to the sheepskin at the top of his head, and from his right hand swung a short twisted rope. All of them carried small bundles of straw. Welcome, Gavochki, said father. So that's what Gavochki looked like, thought Anna. She had heard father and mother and Jacob talk about them, but she had never seen them. In earlier years, the, the Gavochki had always come while she was asleep. The Gavajka, with the horns, went to Mary and prodded her with a bunch of straw. "'Say your prayers,' he growled. His voice seemed to come from deep within the sheepskin. Mary held back a smile, knelt down, closed her eyes, and began the Our Father. All the while she was praying, the other Gavajki tickled her with straws and tried to make her laugh, but she kept right on to the end. When she finished, one of the Gavajki reached into a little sack and brought out a long stick of candy. Thank you, said Mary, and she went back to her place on the bench. Now you, the horned Gavajka, poked Pauline in the ribs. Pauline started to say a prayer, but as soon as she felt the straw tickling her neck, she had to giggle. So is that the way you show respect, growled the horned Gavajka. He began to spank Pauline lightly using the twisted rope. The more he spanked, the harder Pauline giggled. At last, she came to the end of the prayer. The Gavodjka reached into his little sack and handed her only a short stick of candy. Oh, thought Anna, I want a long stick. But how will I ever keep from laughing if they tickle me with the straw? Then she remembered that Mary had closed her eyes. That's what I'll do. I'll close my eyes and pretend I can't feel the straw. When the Gavodjki tickled and teased Franjacek, and Barney, Anna silently practiced saying her prayers over and over, hoping she would not have to laugh or giggle. Your turn, the horned Gavajka pointed to Anna. Sing us a Christmas song. Anna gaped at him. She loved to sing, but at that moment not one word of one song came into her head. No matter how hard she tried, she couldn't think of one. Mother whispered the idea of a song from behind her, and as soon as Anna heard the words, she remembered the whole song. Closing her eyes, she began to sing. Her clear, sweet voice rose and fell. Verse after verse she sang, before she realized something. No one 
was tickling or prodding her. Slowly, she opened her eyes and looked up. Everyone was staring at her, listening intently, even the Gavochki. When she came to the end of the song, there was complete silence in the room. The Gavochka with the sack cleared his throat. Fine, fine, he said and handed her a big stick of candy, even longer than Mary's. Anna wanted to start eating it right away, but Mother shook her head lightly. You must wait until Christmas, she said. We'll put it away. While the Gavochki moved over to Anton, Anna clutched the candy. She wanted to hold it for as long as possible, even though she knew she must not eat it until Christmas. At last, the Gavochki were finished. They didn't do anything to Julian because he was so little. Still, he got a stick of candy. Just before they went out the door, the horned Gavochka leaned over to Mother and whispered, Mother said to tell you she's waiting to come and help as soon as you send the word. Yes, I'll send Franz a check, Mother whispered back. Anna was standing nearby and heard them, but couldn't understand what it was all about. Did that mean-looking Gavochka have a mother? And why would his mother come to help her? Her mother. Was that how mother would get her Christmas candy? Anna wondered and wondered, but no one explained. A few days later, Anna woke up and went to the kitchen in her nightgown. There, standing in the kitchen stove, was Mrs. Tushner. Mary and Pauline were just coming in with the milk. Let me have some of that to warm up for your mother, said Mrs. Tushner in her low-accented voice. Anna stared at her. She wanted to ask why she was there, but the words wouldn't come. Hurry and get dressed, said Mrs. Tushner. Then you can go in and see your new baby brother. Anna was astonished. You mean someone came in the night and brought another baby? Well, maybe, laughed Mrs. Tushner. But I think it was the baby Jesus who brought your little brother this time. He wanted some company for Christmas. Anna still couldn't take it all in. Even later, when she tiptoed in to see the new baby, she could hardly believe that such a thing had happened yet again. Mother smiled up at her from the bed while she opened the blanket to show the baby's face. We're going to name him Alexander, she whispered. For the next few days, Mother did not get up from her bed. Mrs. Tushner came each morning and told Mary and Pauline what they must do. Then, one morning, they fixed up a seat by the fire for Mother, and she stayed there most of the day. I think we can manage on our own now, she said to Mrs. Tushner. You have so many things to get done before Christmas. Don't you worry, I'll get to it all, laughed Mrs. Tushner. Besides, before long I'll be needed over at the Doralas. The day before Christmas was a Sunday, so they wrapped Alexander in many blankets and took him with them to be baptized after Mass. Aunt Bridget and her oldest son were the godparents. As soon as the baptism was over, they bundled up and hurried home in the bobsled. There was still so much to do before tomorrow. Oh, said Anna as she thought of something. Tonight is Christmas Eve. That means we'll go to church again after it gets dark. She loved going to midnight mass. It was her favorite time of all year. During that whole day, even though it was a Sunday, Mother directed them in things to do. There was dinner to prepare, then wood to carry in, enough to last through the next day. After dinner, the dishes had to be washed with special care. They polished tin plates and cups until they were smooth and shiny. Before going out to feed and milk the cows, they set the supper table. First, they sprinkled straw over it. Then they placed Mother's linen cloth over the straw. When the plates and cups were set down, the straw made a crunchy sound. 
Don't forget to set the extra place, Mother reminded them. You never know who will need shelter on Christmas Eve. As they were about to sit down and eat, they heard bells and voices in the front yard. More Gavuchki? asked Anna in surprise. Could be, said Father, as he went to open the door. Sure enough, there stood two Gavuchki in sheepskins. One of them was covered with woolly fur from head to foot, but the only the other had a sheepskin only over his head and shoulders. Once again, the children had to show how nicely they could behave and say their prayers. But this time, the Gavodjka with the sack did not bring out sticks of candy. Instead, he reached out and reached in and took out, one by one, round balls of reddish gold and handed one to each of them. Anna did not know what to do with hers. She had never seen such a thing. Don't you know what it is? asked Mother. It's an orange to eat. Smell it. Anna held the orange to her nose. It smelled so tangy it made her nostrils prickle. It's the smell. That's the smell of the sun, said Mother. These oranges have been growing on trees far away where the sun is always shining. They soaked up so much sun they finally changed the same color. We'll eat them tomorrow. Anna was so intent on smelling her orange she didn't even notice that the Gavuchki had left. Suddenly, there was a stamping at the door, and then it opened again. There stood Jacob, tall and smiling. Anna ran to him and started to tell him about the Gavuchki. Oh, Jacob, they came twice. First they gave us candy sticks, and then they brought us these, these sunballs. She could not remember the word orange. That's a good way to describe them, said Jacob with a smile. I wish you had been here, Jacob. Maybe they would have given one to you. There was even one for mother and one for father. It just so happens I did meet up with a Gavodka, said Jacob. And look, he pulled an orange from his pocket. I got one, too. They put the oranges in a bowl in the center of the table, where they could look at them while they ate. Anna forked the smoked carp and potatoes with cream and gravy into her mouth, but hardly tasted them. All she could think of was the candy and the oranges that they would eat tomorrow. I wonder what the sunballs will taste like. Maybe, she thought, they will be even sweeter than the candy. But next morning, when Mother let them eat their oranges, Anna gulped and surprised. It's sweet, but not sweeter than candy, she thought, as the tingly juices slid down her throat. She couldn't make up her mind what the orange tasted like. She wasn't even sure she liked it as much as the candy. Do you like your orange? asked Jacob. I think so, said Anna. It tastes like... Like Christmas. And then she was sure that she did like oranges and wanted one for Christmas every year. <laughs>